back to the Vet SOS podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. I hope everybody's ready for a great episode today. We have the team from Mill Crude here with us to talk about their organization, what they're doing, and how they're helping our community. Can't wait to get into it. Uh, unfortunately, Monty couldn't join us today, but we do have Carlton Lawrence and Dara Laura from Mill Crude with us that are um, part of the co-founders of that organization. Real excited to get, get into talking with them. I'm here as always with Eric. Eric, how are you doing today? <laughs> Looks like Eric froze. Um, so that, that's going to be interesting. He's doing um, great. I know he's doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious uh, this is awesome okay so that that's what makes uh recording this so much fun so while we wait for eric to join us we'll go ahead and get into the introductions uh as mentioned earlier uh jeremy monty montgomery uh, is part of the co-founding team here with uh, milk Root. he was unable to join us today which is unfortunate hope he is doing well we also have carl with us who is one of the co-founders and serves as the director of Talent Grow Military. Talent Grow Military connects with employers to provide multiple pathways to employment, apprenticeships, internships, earn and learn, and much more. He retired from the Marines after 30 years of service. And the other co-founder, Mill Crute, Dara, is with us, and she serves as a talent acquisition manager at Kinetics RPO, focusing on healthcare recruiting. She is retired Air Force. Thank you all for joining us today. Please, uh, Let's start with Dara. Tell us a little bit about your journey. You know, you were active duty, then you started transitioning into retirement and in the next phase in life. Tell us how all of that went. How'd your transition go? Uh, well, it you know it it went. Um, so yeah, Dara here. I you know it was interesting when I decided to start actually transitioning out of the military. You know, then you start to realize like the support what's there and, and what's not. So I learned that that all on my own, um, which was quite interesting. Um, but when I retired, I kind of took some time with my family. I was like, you know, let's, let's take some time off to really find myself, as they say. Uh, but what's crazy is, yep, I left the Air Force in recruiting. And after a year off, found myself back in recruiting um, with the help of my network. Um, I picked up the gig that I have now that I've been in for about a year and a half. Um, working for an RPO firm, essentially recruiting for all kinds of things, but right now focusing on healthcare, and just kind of, you know, there's a lot of companies that focus on veteran hiring. Um, they have programs for it. You know, unfortunately, mine doesn't, but they are working on it um, with you know a lot of pushes from um, people internally to include myself, and you know, and they're open to it, which is a huge win in itself, right? Just them being well, open to it. Um, and then I, I really wanted to get myself involved with, you know, an organization or a program or volunteering or just something to where I could really support veterans in their transition, especially with the job hunt, since recruiting is something I'm passionate about. And luckily, I, I found my way to Monty and Carl and they, you know, took a chance on me to uh, bring me into their, uh, their their thought process into what, you know, Milk Root was going to be, which, you know, we're still in that thought process and really launching it, but I'm just grateful that they took a chance on me to actually 
let me join them in this milk root initiative. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Carl, how about you? Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into this. Yeah, man. Um, to be to be honest, this is it's not a, a traditional path. I don't think uh, I, I haven't met a lot of people who kind of took the same path that I took as far as my transition. But, you know, after 30 years, you know, um, when you're on active duty as a Marine, uh, senior enlisted, you know, Marine Corps has two tracks. So you can be a, a sergeant major or you can be a master gunnery sergeant and stay within your, your original MOS. So I stayed within my original MOS track um, as a master gunnery sergeant. You can only do 30 years unless you're working for a directly for a, a general officer or something like that. So. I knew that my career was going to be over at 30. So I had a, I had time to pre-plan for uh, for my retirement, for our, you know, my transition. And so I went to tap, uh, you know, just like just like everybody else. But I, I went really early. Um, I went the first time I went through boost the business. My my intentions were, were to start my own business when I left the military. Um, but then once I got within my last year of service, I decided to uh, go to, you know, go to tap again, go through it again, went through it with my wife. Uh, you know, all the, the stuff that I didn't capture, she captured all the stuff that, you know, she she didn't capture. I captured. So we kind of team effort it. Um, and then once then once um, once I was getting ready to retire, um, I had no intention after, you know, after 30 years, my whole adult life being spent in, in the military, you know, since I was 17, my intention was to put all my plans together, uh, you know, to eventually start my own business, you know, just chill out for, for a couple of months. But I got a phone call uh, from someone I had spoken to a few years prior about an idea, uh, idea that I had about recruiting within the IT space, which is what I did in the military. So my my intention was to, to you know, do something in the IT space. And it's funny that Dara works, you know, right now um, sourcing for healthcare um, because that was the other thing that I was uh, interested in doing. IT and healthcare recruiting, uh, military talent. Um, I spoke with a person that I had a conversation with years ago. He called me, said his COO wanted to talk to me um, about an opportunity right after I retired. But I, I really wasn't interested at that time because, again, I was just retiring. Um, you know, I was I was a I was a geo bachelor for the last five years of my career. So my family was in Texas. I was in California. So that was really, really tough, uh, you know, having my family here, my son's going to, going to high school and me being in California, my daughter was in college. So I had no, no real intentions on going straight into the workforce. So I really was kind of apprehensive about taking a meeting. Uh, long story short, he ends up calling me about a month or two later after I refused the first meeting saying that the COO wanted to speak to me again. I ended up taking the meeting this time, speaking to the, speaking to the COO, um, I ended up coming on originally as a veterans outreach coordinator, um, just working part time because the company 
was they were their their Hamilton Riker is the company that I currently work for. They they're a staffing company, been around about 52 years, and they were really, really good at what they what they did, staffing. They were very good at it. But one thing that they did not understand was the military community. And they wanted to bring someone like me into their organization so that they could understand the military community. So this organization was very proactive about bringing someone in that, you know, lived the life. Um, you know, uh, my wife was, was active duty Marine as well, then became a military spouse. My son is active duty right now. So, you know, I, I understood the military community as a whole, every aspect of it. And so um, I ended up originally coming on part-time and then like most of us veterans, um, we start doing a bunch of stuff that we think needs to be done that nobody asked us to do. <laughs> and so that ended up creating its own division that I, I'm currently the director of. And um, that was kind of my, my journey into uh, Talent Grow Military and also led to a meeting um, with, with, uh, with Monty, Jeremy Montgomery, um, that led to a meeting. He and I had a lot of similar things uh, in common and, you know, and then had some conversations and then we, we ended up um, coming up with the idea where he actually came up with the, with the idea name uh, for Mill Crew. And not to uh, dismiss Dara on being part of Mill Crew. She was the main uh, spearhead between, uh, behind our logo, actually. Nice. Uh, it's a fantastic journey. And, and I got to say, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Carl is the first guest we've had who said that they started their transition early. Almost yeah. all of them have, you know, been behind the eight ball, rushing to get through it. Um, I, I'm so thankful that I started two years out, you know, because I was able to try and do a whole bunch of things. And that's just amazing. I, I think you are the first guest we've had that actually – uh, admitted to starting, you know, that early. Yeah. And I, and I'll be honest, Sean, you know, I, I did that based on watching other people, listening to people and what their stories were. Um, you know, I was, I was terrified just like everybody else. <laughs> I was terrified about, uh, what transition was going to actually be. But, um, the one thing that I will say though, uh, Sean and Eric is, I did not really do your traditional, at least in my mind, network with people on the outside. And I and and once I kind of realized the, the platform with, with LinkedIn and all of that stuff, you know, obviously I got on the platform, I really didn't know what I was doing, but I landed every opportunity uh through networking. And so even getting the opportunity to you know be reached for, the, for my buddy to reach out to me about the opportunity with hamilton riker it was really networking i didn't know i was doing that at the time right when i was when i was sharing what my interests were and talking to someone that was currently in that um in that industry and and at a high level at that industry and had been doing this for a long time I was speaking to someone who was at that level 
and just really kind of picking their brain. But I, you know, I thought I was just having a conversation. Didn't know that I was actually networking myself into an opportunity later on. So, you know, I always talk to people about, yeah, it's great networking, you know, online, but it's also great to to do that in your everyday life and just talk to people. So, oh, absolutely, that, that is spot yeah. on. Hey, think- back here. Oh, no, <laughs> Thanks, Sean. I apologize, guys. I lost my Wi-Fi, so I'm uh, I'm back. Here we go. Murphy had to do something. You crawl. I had to fight him off for a minute. <laughs> Dar, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say I think Carl and I have something in common, and with a lot of what we would consider our network that you know we're very blessed to have. That is is one of the reasons why Milk Group is so we're so passionate about us because we have that recruiting background. So innately, our network is full of recruiters, whether that be ones that are still in the service or ones that have transitioned. You know, we just even when I went to start building my so-called network, it was really easy because I just reached out to all the people who at one point in time either supervised me, worked with me that were already transitioned and kind of in a space that I was like, well, maybe they can help me. So even though I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to start doing, I was like, you know what, let me just start building this network, reaching out, you know blessed to have that but you know we also know that not everybody has that opportunity you know if if you're transitioning from a space where networking sales recruiting you know setting up what that next you know because we we deal with transitions all the time civilians to military you know it's it's what we were already doing so i think you know something that carl and i and as well as monty are super passionate about is like when people reach out to us because they know we're recruiters or we're once recruiters and they know what our network is they're reaching out to us for assistance and like, what if we can't help them? Like I recruit for healthcare. So unless someone's coming to me looking for healthcare, you know, my niche, I can't support that. So that's a big part of where Mill Group comes into play because, you know, we want there to be this standing network for people to be able to come to and we can find somewhere for them to be, you know, something within their, their you know, lane. So even if you were to reach out to me where I may not have it, I'm now leveraging my network and a whole other, you know, entity of people who have committed to say, yeah, absolutely. Like if someone's reaching out, let's see what we can find. Well, absolutely. And I think that's, that's something I've learned talking with recruiters. I mean, you guys do a fantastic job about building your networks and using your networks, you know, to to help people find those jobs, which is fantastic. So Eric, since you joined us again, uh, go ahead and jump over to you. You want to lead us in the mill crew? Yeah, so I think first of all, both of you have done. You guys are both shining examples of what uh, what building a network looks like, right? Um, and I think that's why we have that old saying, right? Your network is your net worth, and I think that's that's an important piece for all of us to take away is that you know, you have to build that network. Um, none of us are designed to do this alone, and so you have to build that network of people that, that to lift you up and move you forward. So, okay, so we've started talking about milk root. Tell me and and. I'm going to throw this at you. Tell me what is what is the aim, right? What's the aim behind Milk Root? What is because I have I have described this thing on LinkedIn as a movement. I have decided deci- uh, talked about it as a collective. But tell me what what is the what is the movement? What is what is the the, the aim behind it? I mean, it's ultimately all those things, and it's crazy as this thing evolves. You know, it's 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 an ever changing thing. Um, just with you know, because you you have to be flexible, right? But Essentially, when when Carl and and Monty came with this uh, mill crew idea, you know, their passion lies was laying in the fact that how do we how do we create a a different opportunity for those 
veterans and their family members that are transitioning, or, you know, even if it's a male spouse, PCSing or, you know, doing, you know, something different within that lane, but how do we provide, you know, whether that be called a collective or, you know, we call it a community, you know, where do you, where can they go to know that there's going to be people there that have already dedicated themselves to say, we will make sure that we connect you with someone, not an ATS system, not, you know, send me your resume and I'll see what I can do. Uh, I'll pass it along, you know, but people that have committed to saying, yes, I ha we have positions available, not, you know, not because, you know, a lot of times we reach out to people who aren't even in the recruiting space. They just know someone in HR, but we have dedicated um, recruiters, talent acquisition professionals that have access to open positions. And that is that is the primary focus is that our network, it isn't people who could possibly have something for you one day, but we legit have, you know, individuals that have open positions. So that is, I think, ultimately, bottom line, no matter what this evolves into, that is always going to be the basis of our community, is individuals in a space to provide meaningful um, employment opportunities um, to people, you know, within the veteran community. That's so powerful. That's, and that's that's the thing that we need, right? None of us, none of us veterans, we none of us want a, a handout, right? We just need a hand up. We just need somebody to show us the ropes, kind of show us which way to go. And having the folks like you and, and the rest of the Mill Crew team and 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 that that community, um, just to kind of be, you know, they say all ships rise on the rising tide, right? So if we're all lifting each other up, then we're all succeeding. Um, okay, so I understand, I understand the the purpose behind it. Carl, tell me what is how does this work, right? How does how does the average transitioning service member, middle spouse, how do we how do we find you? How do we how do we get in touch? How do how does this whole thing work? If I'm if I'm coming to you out of transition, how does it work? Yeah, man. So we're we're really simple. Uh, we try to keep everything as simple as possible, and we try to make sure that just like Dara said, we want to put you directly the the job seeker directly in contact with the person that has the job. We want to put you in direct contact with the person who can get you to the hiring manager. So if someone reaches out, uh, first of all, follow Millcrew is, is the best thing that you can do is follow Millcrew on, on LinkedIn. Um, <clears throat> we post stuff all the time. Um, so events uh we were just part of the the um best the industry uh event we brought 40 recruiters along with us for that event but what we what we would do with someone who's who has a particular skill set or they want to be in a particular industry they connect with us whether it's us me dara monty um you know eric any anybody who who's um part of our community, right? Um, they can connect with any of those folks. And then they would say what industry they're, in, they're interested in or what role they're interested in. And we have a directory. It's literally our directory on our platform, Meritorious, that we're on right now is a map. And it's got your face, each person's face located on the map where they, where they are located and where they are sourcing. And so if I wanted, for example, if I reached out to Dara and I wanted to go into project management and uh, I'm going to Florida, Dara could go to the map, pull up Florida, 
see Sean's face on there and know that Sean is located there in Florida and he's recruiting for project managers and he will send Sean a message, put me in direct contact with my information and Sean would come back and go, okay, this is what I can do. And this is, you know, how I'm able to help this person, you know, land a role that I'm actually currently recruiting for. So that's the other part of it. Each, each one of our community members has a profile and it says what specific roles they're, they're currently actively recruiting for. So not just an industry, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm in the tech industry, but I'm currently not recruiting for, software developers but i'm going to send you a software developer anyway no we want to we want to put these people in contact with the people who actually are actively recruiting for the role that the job seeker is uh is interested in and so when we put them in contact it will be you know hopefully a, a fruitful uh conversation and, and and introduction um but we don't just want to randomly send someone and put them in contact with someone who might know somebody. Hey, I might know a guy that knows a guy. No, you are the guy and I'm putting you in contact because you are actively seeking somebody with this person's skill set. So it sounds like you have an entire community built of people who have relevant, actionable things that they can do for our veteran and middle spouse community. Uh, absolutely. Right? And, 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 that's and, and the thing we always say is we want people of value in the community. So just because you're a recruiter and you were in the military, we vet every single person in our community. So we want people of value, people that are actually actively in the community every day, whether in the virtual online community or in, in the real world, you know, offline actually out there looking for that military talent from the military community, military spouses, reservists, um, family members, or what have you. We, those are the types of people that we have in Mill Cruden that we're always looking for. Okay. They, they say context is key, right? Context is king. I want to want to build context here. We talk about community. Someone tell me how big this community is. Like what, when people talk about Mill Cruden, I want them to know, I want them to hear the power behind this. Cause I know, cause I'm one of those lucky few who is not a recruiter, but gets to be in the meritorious community. So I get to see all this stuff because you guys are super dope. Um, but how big is this community? Tell our, tell our listeners how big, what, what kind of a powerhouse are you guys bringing with you? So right now we have over 200 recruiters. And now we launched in, uh, we, we did our launch in April 3rd. So, you know, considering between April and June, we were able to, you know, bring a good percentage of that team to, to the vets, to industry, and, you know, and, and I always like to, you know, actionable is a super important word, but committed, you know, like, I, the, you know, there's something to say about someone that preaches about giving a damn about our veteran community and someone that's actually, you know, doing whatever it may be to actually do something because it doesn't take much. It really doesn't like just being committed to actually caring, you know, and, you know, what Carl, speaking of what Carl was saying, like, you know, that's 200 plus almost 250 people that are willing to take a phone call that are willing to communicate with someone, even if it's to say, look, I looked over your resume and I know this is the position that you're looking for, but in this realm, in this space, in this area, these are the things that you're going to need. Sometimes the conversation is not going to lead to employment, but it's going to lead to something other than that random 
automatic email that gets kicked out of an ATS system that says we're going in a different direction. So like for us, it's those dedicated people that are willing to take that, that communication with that candidate to say, Hey, look, you know, congratulations on your upcoming transition. I looked over your stuff. I know you want this position. Like this is a good fit or this is not a good fit. And here's why. So that they're not waiting till the last minute to get those tips and the training or certifications or resume reviews or whatever it is that they need to do to, to get shiny. Um, you know, that's, so that's, you know, that, and two, we want more than 200 plus. We, we want to get well over that, um, you know, to make sure that we're hitting every industry, every state, every, we want to be everywhere, but you know, that comes with the growth that comes with actionable people being committed so that we can grow that. We don't want to grow that number just based off of like, oh, this sounds cool. Let me get a t-shirt and say I'm in Mill Crew. We want actual people that are going to be actionable and committed um, to, to providing that support to our veteran community. That's absolutely amazing. And Eric, I know you weren't on the last vets industry when they were on there, but I had never seen that many recruiters. That part of the, the session took forever because you guys had so many people there. It was fantastic to see. And hopefully a, a lot of good connections were made for people looking for jobs. So this amazing service you guys have going on, th this whole thing, it's got to cost the veteran, the service members, the, the families a ton of money. How, how much does it cost if my wife wants to get involved in, in Mill Crew and help you know, get the assistance to help find a job? It's free, man. And, and you know, free 99, free 99 price, <laughs> you know, and, and, and the thing about um, about about that is it's all because there are people at all those different industries that Dara just mentioned. I mean, we have people all across the country, every almost every state. We're trying to get make sure we have a big number of folks in every state. Um, you know, some states are pretty big and, and pretty vast, and we want to make sure that we're covering, you know, we want to cover every every city block, you know, with, with somebody that can provide an opportunity uh, to, the, to the military community. But we got people overseas. Uh, we have folks that work uh, for companies in the government space. We have folks that work, you know, um, in... You know, pretty pretty much every industry that you can think of, um, we have someone working in those. We have people in large, large, well-known companies. We have people in medium-sized companies. We have people in small companies. We have people with remote opportunities. We have people with skill bridge opportunities, apprenticeships, internships, direct hire. And, and the list goes on and on, earn and learn, whatever. Um, there are so many opportunities available across the country and in a few spots overseas, but we are always looking for more people to be in the community. That 200 is great, but guess what? 400 would be even better. <laughs> 800 <laughs> would be even better. So that's, that's more Let's opportunities. Go. That's more opportunities for our community. And that's really what at the heart of this, at the end of the day, that's it. That's what it's all about. Yes, we brought 40 recruiters to the Vesta Industry uh, event. That was great. Everybody loved that aspect of it. Um, but the reality is how many folks got opportunities from that event? 
So for us, that's what we care about. Even if we only brought two recruiters to the, to an event, um, what opportunities were provided to the to the service members, um, the military community, and their family members? So that's really the bottom line for us. Yep. That's what it's all about. But believe it or not, oh, I know, Eric, you missed half the episode, but we're, we're done. Like we reached the end of the show. <laughs> The good news is I got rid of Murphy. I whooped his rear end, so it's, we're good now. I hope so. I hope he doesn't show up over here. He, he likes to show up on recording day and play with us. So, um, but we are we're, we're down here at the end. Uh, I'd like to give you each an opportunity, real quick, like thirty seconds. What what do you want to leave the audience with? This is an amazing program. You guys are doing great things for the community. Um, what what one thing do you want the audience to take away? Um, just like if, you, if you're a veteran um, or a veteran family member and you're in that space that you're transitioning or looking to transition, even if you're just looking to change um, your career path, you've already transitioned, it doesn't matter. Um, we would just say, you know, follow our community, reach out to any of us at any point in time. Um, you know, we always like when you asked about the cost, it, it's free for a reason. Our veterans, should, they paid enough. They, there's nothing that they should be paying for. If anything, you know, we we as a veteran community bring so much value to organizations and companies that at the end of the day, like the veterans should be paid for applying as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, if you're someone in that space that's really looking to um, just change something or you need support, reach out. That's what we're here for. That's what our community is here for. Um, leverage the fact that we're actionable, leverage the fact that we're committed and just all it takes is just one simple reach out. Um, and if you are somebody that, is a, a military, even if you're actively a military recruiter or you're, um, you know, someone that um, wasn't in the military and now you're in talent acquisition or you're a mill spouse, vet spouse, and now in talent acquisition, please reach out to us um, for consideration to be a member um, if you're someone that's actionable and committed. Um, because at the end of the day, we're not just here to support those veterans transitioning, but our goal, something that, you know, Carl and Monty are also passionate about is having a network of recruiters to help lift up our recruiters because in talent acquisition, it's very volatile. And, you know, if, if for whatever reason you are laid off, what better than have a community of 200, 400, 800 plus people in the talent acquisition space where you can say, Hey, look, I got laid off here. What you got? Because everyone, everyone needs recruiters too. So, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those benefits. So no, that was longer than 30 seconds, but just reach out. That's all that we ask is reach out. We are here. Um, that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Carl, you got one quick note to, to leave us on? One last quick note, man. Meal crew is for the people. I mean, that's that's it. It's for the people. It's for our community. Um, you know, no matter where you are within our community, if you have some level of influence, you know, within the military space, the military community, whether you're a business owner, a hiring manager, a recruiter, or a transitioning service member, a reservist looking for opportunity family member it doesn't matter meal crew is for all of us this is our community uh it's not darris you know meal crew doesn't belong to dara doesn't belong to me doesn't belong to monty it belongs to the people and we want to we want to give the people what they want love it absolutely love it eric we'll turn it over to you for any last words Man, I'll tell you what, listen, this is the, I'm going to, I'm going to call this my call to action for the day, man. If you're listening to this and you're a recruiter and you are somebody who's actionable, somebody who's committed to our, to our community, right? Capital O, you are our community. Um, I want you to, I want you to reach out to these guys. I want you to get involved in the community because there's a lot of us out there that struggle through transition. 
There's a lot of our mill spouses that struggle with PCS and struggle with reinventing themselves, and we need this community. So this is your call to action. Recruiters, talent managers, talent acquisition folks, get involved with mill crew. Make yourself count. That's it, man. That's all I got. All right. So I know we've got your stuff hanging down the bottom, but I want you guys to tell us how can we get a hold of you? What's the best way? Carl, what's the best way to get a hold of, of the Mill Crew team real quick? Yeah, best best way to get a hold of the Mill Crew, man, is to go go to um, LinkedIn, follow us on Mill Crew. You can direct message us. Uh, Dara's always Dara's always on on the uh, on the other end of that thing. So you will get a response. Or, you know, our, our information's at the bottom. If uh, you want to reach out to any of us directly, we always respond back. Um, and probably, you know, like I said, the best way is to go straight to Mill Crew on um, and follow us on uh, on LinkedIn. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Um, thank you for being here. Big love, big sis. Love you. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Vet SOS podcast. Um, remember, don't drown in a sea transition grab that vet sos lifeline all right guys have a great day